What's good, everybody, and welcome to Body Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, and with me, as always, Broke Rider Dave. How are we doing, everybody? We're still stuck in the past. We're very nostalgic here on the show. Oh, um, yeah. You know, we're paying homage to where it all began. Yeah. Back from start. Uh, we are also getting ready for Halloween. Oh, yeah, so... When when you decided, hey, I want to do some of these re-reviews, did you take into account the month that we were in and were you like, well, we have to do Trick or Treat? Uh, I think when we finished our last re-review and we were wondering what's next, so like, seems like the perfect time to do Trick or Treat. And here here I am stupidly saying we should do Leslie Verdon instead, but Trick or Treat <laughs> was perfect uh, yeah. since it's Halloween season coming up. I don't know if Trick or Treat came out Halloween last time that we recorded. Uh, I think it was around Halloween time. I could double check right now. We are just paying our respects to Sammy. We yeah. want to stay on his good side. I'm assuming you're checking to see when yeah. it came when it came out. Uh, we dropped it on October 5th of 2021. Oh, so we we kind of had that planned out. Yeah. But uh, I figure we can do some topic. Or we could do some topic talk as well at the end of all this. Uh, yeah. Since I, I believe we did a topic talk for the last two re-reviews that we did. So you know, yeah, we topic. usually uh, get started with a uh, topic talk. Actually, I think we ended it on last time, but we can start if you want. Or yeah. You... Okay. Start off and then. Then we'll just go in straight into the review. Yeah, and uh, I actually have something. Okay. Just going through our uh, YouTube comments, and someone commented they wanted us to discuss the do's and don'ts in a horror movie. So say you were dropped into a horror movie. Oh, so is it like the horror tropes and the... Yeah. Oh, is, is it like What do you do to list? survive, yeah. Is it our list of kind of like where the Jamie Kennedy we know... Th- we're making our own rules of like what yeah. we don't do. Well, I can tell you right now, if we're just right off the bat for me, and this was cemented after we watched 28 Weeks Later, stay away from any children, as stay as far away as possible from any children. Yes, children will get you killed. That there, There is no, as harsh as it is, if we're just talking about straight up, you're trying to survive, there ain't nothing coming from you trying to be a hero and, and, mm. and saving the kid that's going to slow you down. Again, when Rose Byrne saw the child, she knew when she saw children entering in that quarantine zone, and she was like, "What the fuck?" She knew it was gonna be a problem, and it was. So now we've seen a lot of other movies where children just cause problems. So, I mean, it's not doing any good for my reputation of Chris hates kids, but I'm just going by from the movies that I've seen that they will give away your position, they will leave the horde of whatever monsters are chasing them to you. Um, they have no real like skills in terms of like guns or set unless it's the little girl from uh violent night who booby trapped her house and it actually worked most kids aren't really that forward thinking no most of them will get you killed um all right so i'll we'll go tit for tat so that's my first rule this one's a little different but in watching horror movies if your friend falls down actually go help them usually the person that goes back and helps has a better chance of survival than the person that keeps running Sometimes karma does work, and that would yeah. be another pair of hands that can help you in the future. Exactly. So always make sure to help out your buddy. Especially if it's just you and them, because yeah. then you're just going to be on your own. <sighs> and, better, you know, there's strength in numbers. I know that kind of goes against what I was saying about the kid and karma, but in this case, I'm thinking that my friend is, like, my age, my my peer. <laughs> I could be like, all right, well... This guy is going to be a valuable resource, so yeah, let me yeah, go. Yeah, could help us survive, yeah. And plus, uh-huh. if you watch horror movies, usually the person that looks at the first fall and then they turn around and keep running, they end up being the next one that gets killed. 
Now, did you also say that the scenario is that we're dropped into a horror movie? Yeah, we're like in a horror movie. Okay. Oh, so okay. it's not like real life scenario. Oh, it's okay. like horror movie rules. Then I know, then I already know what my third rule. And my third rule is do not waste your time trying to call the cops. No. If we're talking about horror movies, I'm not talking about real life. I'm talking about horror movies. Do not try. Don't waste your time trying to call the cops because they're either going to think that you're joking around. They are going to – usually cops will show – if the cops do show up, they're either incompetent or they'll just get killed off like immediately for like dramatic effect to show, oh, this either creature or serial killer ain't playing around. Yeah, like one cop will show up and then he's dead. Like the only thing I can think of use of calling the cops in a horror movie that if they die, maybe you can get to their gun. Yeah. But more than like, at least, I mean, that was cemented when we were watching movies like Black Christmas. What, what was the other one? Where Urban Legends Final Cut, where I said that, that woman was just like, she she couldn't even be bothered to do her job of review security footage. Right. He's like, no, you do it. I don't got, she said, I think her words were, I don't have time to be doing all that. And I was like, but that's literally your job. So that's my third rule. All right. So the fourth rule, don't try to drive any cars in the uh, immediate area. Because they never work. They never work or they'll start right as the killer busts through the window. Is that trope still, is that a trope that still goes on nowadays? I would have thought that like nowadays uh, we've outgrown that car won't start trope. You still see it. In fact, you'd be better off owning a bicycle. Yeah. Or at least run at least a mile away from whatever mm-hmm. house or cabin you're at. And then most likely the next car you'll see will be decent to drive. Uh, like uh, in X, there was a the guy got killed right in front of his van. Mm-hmm. He had issues starting it. So still around, still a trope. So any car in your immediate area most likely ain't going to work. What is this, rule number five? Yeah. Uh, and shout out to a movie that actually called this out, uh, to Zombieland, double tap, double tap, double tap. Like, don't think that the creature or the person is dead just because they're laying still on the ground. You shoot them another two or three times in the head. Yeah, like, I mean, also called out and scream where it was like, it's going to pop up for one last scare. Uh, I'll just say Zombieland actually named it, calling it double, double tap. Yeah. So... Don't just assume something is dead. Don't loiter around the dead body. Yeah. Because a lot of a lot of protagonists do that. They'll think that they even Laurie Strode did that in the first Halloween. Thought Michael was dead. Instead of like leaving the house, leaving the vicinity, just kind of like just hung out like a few feet away from the dead body. Yeah. So if you think that the creature or the serial killer is dead on the ground, if you don't have any ammo, run, get out of there. Don't just sit and wait for the cops or wait for help to show up just get out of there or if you have a gun double tap them yeah get as far away from the villain as possible because he I, might not be dead i guess the uh rule would be don't make assumptions yeah this is actually appropriate because when we go into the trick-or-treat review they have rules as well about yeah. halloween so this is actually kind of kind of a good segue into it yeah all right uh you got any more Rule number six. If what's happening to you is happening on a holiday, there's a solid chance a couple years down the line it's going to happen again. So in between attacks, train. All right? You're now part of a franchise. It's not a standalone movie. Uh, Yes. If there's anything that happens, no matter what holiday it is, if something happened and it was on Christmas, it was on, uh, even if it was like on Arbor Day. Yeah. I mean, they have a movie coming out right uh, about Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving killer coming out. Yeah, uh, Eli Roth. Yeah, 
So if it happens on Thanksgiving, assume that it's going to happen every Thanksgiving. Yeah. So always be ready. Yeah, you notice that. Do they ever... Re- well, I, there's a few. Usually that's with the final girls. There's a lot of final girls who do some kind of training in between, like, the first and... The, like, Lori, I mean, it took her 40 years, and then if we're going... Well, 20 back, years. Like, she was... Well, at the 20-year mark, she was a rack, and then 40, she was, like... I, I was going by the... Uh, yeah, 2018 timeline, yeah. So, I mean... But she was ready. Yeah. I mean, they, they kind of... I mean, you can't help bad writing when it came to hospitalizing her and Halloween kills and basically just yeah. all the shit show of Halloween ends. Or look at uh, Sydney Prescott. As each movie went along, she seemed to be more prepared and more of a badass with each Scream film. So Ripley. Ripley. Uh, uh, Sarah Connor. You know, they knew, all right, if this happened once, I ain't going to let it happen again. I ain't going to let myself get caught off guard again. Yeah. My turn? Yep. This one goes without saying, but I you still see it happen, and it's the don't split up rule. Yeah. Because you do still see that. I mean, they they make fun of it, and especially it's like, oh, those white people, why are you always trying to, like, you know. But, split up, but, yeah. But they, st- but they still do it. Yeah. <laughs> they still do it in horror movies, and I don't understand why there's strength in numbers. Yeah. And um, it, it's like... All right, I'm gonna go try to make a run for the uh, for the thing. I was like, no. How about we all try to make a run for the thing? We can watch each other's backs. If we see someone so coming from a certain direction, we could be like, yo, he's over there. If you're a camp counselor and someone goes missing, don't go in the woods looking for him. He's a camp counselor, especially at night. Like, they're a camp counselor. They've been trained for this. Yeah, just wait it out until the morning. If you go into the woods, you're gonna start getting picked off one by one. Don't fall for the bait. Yeah. It's divide and conquer. I mean, now there, we should do next time, we should have like, what are your rules if you're dropped into a horror movie and you're the killer? What are the rules that you have to abide by? <laughs> My first one would be divide and conquer. Yeah. One kill at a time. And also separate myself entirely from any children. <laughs> yeah. They'll get me killed too. And I think my final rule would I don't care as, as big of a skeptic as you are. And I'm a huge skeptic. But, like, don't go fucking around with, like, cursed items. <laughs> like, like I'm a skeptic, but I never would mess with a Ouija. Yeah. Or or don't, uh, oh, this is the cursed doll of so-and-so. You know, like, like, all right, well, cool. I don't really believe in it, but I ain't also taking any chances either. Yeah, cursed items are how you trigger yourself into a horror movie from real life. Because I think I've, I've said before that I'm like one of the biggest skeptics when it comes to ghosts and everything like that. Yeah. But if we, but I'm, you know, take a page out of the trick or treat book, respect the dead. And yeah. I ain't going to sit there and try to like call out the ghost and be like, hey, I'm here or whatever. Like, no, just, hey, you know what? I just keep my mouth shut because that person either is the first to die or they, they're kept long enough to get terrorized. And even still, they're like usually the last person to finally be convinced Right. Like, and they'll see all this stuff going on, and then they'll still be like, oh, that, that's Still just... trying to explain it, yeah. And I'd be like, well, look, somebody's dead. I don't care. Like, like if like if you're in a haunted house, and then somebody gets killed off, and then they think, like, oh, it's not ghost. It was something so, so what? Somebody's dead. I'm like, let's just pretend it exists for a minute. Yeah. And my final rule, if someone tells you that they're being attacked by a killer, or the house is haunted... Or there's aliens. I don't give a fuck about your logic. Just leave them. Because if you don't, you're going to die. Just give them the benefit of the doubt. If, they, yeah. if it turns out to be a prank, haha, joke's on me. 
Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't, you know, you're the next one to die. You're, you're the next one to die, and especially don't make fun of the person who's telling you all this stuff, because Karma is a bitch in horror movies. Or going to the haunted house, like, oh, this house ain't haunted, it ain't shit, dead. Dead. You're going to be the first one to die, and you're going to be, like, strung up. You'll be dismembered, and yeah. then your body parts will be, like, strewn about the uh, the lobby so that everybody can see it as a warning. Yeah. Was that ten, ten rules in total? I believe so. Was that our ten commandments of horror movies don't? Yeah. Our rules of surviving a horror movie, if you ever find yourself in that situation. So it goes in no particular order, stay away from children, <laughs> and then you just say yours. What was my first one? If your friend falls, help them. Uh, don't call the cops. Don't drive the cars in the area. Don't mess with cursed items. Believe someone if they tell you something's cursed, haunted, or they're being attacked. Do not assume that the killer is dead just because they're on the ground. Don't go searching in the woods if you're a camp counselor. And... Uh, double tap. Don't miss first item. Don't call the police. Uh, your oh, yours was, was don't split up. Well, yours was train. Yeah. So yours was don't split up, and mine was train. Yeah. Don't split up. Don't split up, and yours is train in between <laughs> in between holidays. Yeah. Get ready, cause they gotta have a sequel. <laughs> just as just as every movie has to have a sequel, that train always has to come by whenever we're recording this. Right. Yeah. We ought to do uh uh. We ought to do a special side episode completely of hot take. That'd be fun. But uh, something that's not a hot take, trick or treat. Yeah, it's a good uh, good way to get your juices flowing for the Halloween season, I'd say. I don't think I've ever met anybody who dislikes Hall- uh, trick or treat. It's pretty universally liked by, yeah. I mean, the horror community and just... It does have a really solid like, cult following. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's yeah. a cult movie? I would say so. Because I don't think uh, a lot of people know about it, like, outside of our... Outside of people who like horror movies? Yeah. But people who do like horror movies knows that that's a, a classic. Yeah, it's something that needs to be in your rotation for it w- yeah, if we every gonna, October. If we weren't going to review it, it was definitely going to make it its rotation in, yeah. uh, sometime down the line. But before we kind of dive into this, one sentence sum up. I'll just say that this entire movie is just a PSA as to what to do and what not to do during Halloween. If you break any other rules, Sammy comes and gets you. Oh, I have found some bad reviews for Trick or Treat. Oh, just out of curiosity, what, what does it say? I went on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, well, that's no surprise. Yeah. Compelling subject matter that is, for the most part, employed to lackluster and surprisingly tedious effect. <laughs> Did we watch the same movie? <laughs> right. Tedious? Yeah. This movie is an hour and 22 minutes long. Right. It's anything but tedious. It gets going like within the first like three minutes. Yeah. I'd say within the first five minutes, we already have our first kill. Yeah. The hell? Trick or Treat deserves points for avoiding cheap thrills and excessive gore, but its limited old school charms are not nearly as impressive as its inflated reputation it suggests. That sounds like jealousy. Right. When you say it's inflated reputation, that somebody who says something like that it makes me think, well, I tried to make a movie and it wasn't received nearly as well. I love but, the fact that it has some old... It, it does have, a, 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 in certain instances, an old school feel. Yeah, I know. I like that. That's why people like it, I think. This is someone, I think, that was just trying to be like, actually like, oh, you all like it? No, it's not as good as you guys make it out to be. Oh, you got... You guys like the movie Halloween, of course. You get Halloween is just over overrated. Halloween, one of those people who just wants yeah. to be a contrarian. One person put, "It's not a smart movie." That's all they wrote in the review. 
I, I just what I asked. I'm like, all right, so what would you consider a smart movie? What? So it's not Citizen Kane, like, right? Like it's a Halloween movie. Like it, it's not supposed. It's supposed to be. It's four short stories of. It's just four short scary stories. It's it's a little anthology, which is also fun because it all. T- and it says it's not smart. You have to be smart because it's four separate stories, but they're all interwoven together. Yeah. Like, and it's done in very this, well in this movie. You have four separate stories, and it's kind of switching between them like constantly, but it's yeah. not rapid fire where you don't know what's going on. It's yeah, done. it's not jarring when they switch the stories. When they switch the stories, you go, okay, I understand right. why they did that. Yeah, and then it comes right back to what it was doing. It's like, oh, okay, so that must mean that that plays into that at some. Yeah, I think, and when they're switching stories, they do it as a perfect like pause in that story need. So, like, it's a there's a transition one thing where they're in the forest, and then you hear a howling, uh, 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 a wolf howl, and then it switches over to these kids that are in a quarry. Yeah, and they hear the same wolf howl. So, wolf howl, like, yeah. So it was done as a transition, which I thought was very cool. So yeah, that that not that just again just sounds like somebody trying to be a contrarian yeah. and somebody who doesn't know how to actually write a review who just says it's not a smart movie. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. So did you like the movie or not? Right. And the last one: what keeps Trick or Treat from attaining its lofty creep show aspirations is the lack of conflict and resolution. There's not supposed to be like again and. This movie isn't tr- at no point when I was watching this was I thinking this is just trying to be creep show. And the cool thing about these open ended, well, it says there's there's no resolution. But every story there's has a, four stories that all got resolutions. Yeah, every every story has a beginning, middle, end, and it resolves itself. It's, now, when they said it has no resolutions, does that mean it wasn't ended positively? It was just no. They, these are it's a horror movie. Horror movies rarely end positively anyway. Yeah. What are you? Like, surprised by the ending? Like, they don't explain how to defeat the antagonist? No. And the reason why I kind of like... And the reason why I think that Trick or Treat is perfect like this, because, first off, it's all set in a small town, which I've always said I love small towns. Yeah. That small town had a wild night. That small town had a wild night, and it's four stories where it's... There's no real moral other than, like, the lessons you do or don't on Halloween. But it's just... This is what happened in this small town, and it is what it is. Yeah. Chris, you're the mayor of this small town. You wake up November 1st, find out <laughs> all these there's killings. dozens of bodies all over the city, kids missing. How are you addressing the public that next day? We will have the beaches open. This, The beaches will remain open, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and this is all just a, uh, this is all just a hoax. Yeah, this is, all, this is all just being blown out of proportion. I swear, everybody, the beaches are safe. The mayor is cracked. Yeah, no, no, we need, you know, now that Halloween's over, we need those tourists to come to the small town for Thanksgiving season. Yeah, oh. but, but um, I don't know why I was thinking about that when I was watching the movie last night. I was like, man, <laughs> the mayor of the city has a PR nightmare tomorrow. The mayor is probably a vampire. Like, if, if judging all the stuff that goes on in this small town. Yeah, uh, the, the mayor is probably a vampire or a ghoul or a wendigo or something. Yeah, but, because uh, a bunch of guys got mauled by werewolves. One of them being a principal of a school. A handful of children uh, got went missing in a quarry. Yeah, another handful of children are buried in the principal's backyard. A woman was found dismembered in her front lawn. Yeah, an old school bus driver was dismembered. Just a t- <laughs> had a, a wild night as well. Yeah. And 
And there's a principal who's not reporting for work the next day whose mangled body is out in the woods. But uh, should we just go through each of these stories, like, one by one real quick? Because there's only yeah. four of them. And uh, instead of, like, kind of going... Because the stories intertwine together, so why don't we just tackle each story separately one-on-one without going... <laughs> and then it goes to this. Uh, let's start with the uh, principal. Actually, well... I'll just say the first opening, because the first opening, we get our very first lesson. Because all of these have oh, yeah. lessons to go with it. And the first lesson, we do not blow out any jack-o'-lanterns before Halloween is over. They will protect you. Sammy doesn't like that. If there's anything no. that pisses Sammy, the spirit of Halloween, off more, it's a blown-out jack-o'-lantern before Halloween is up. Yeah. And you got a married couple, and the wife's like, let's just take these decorations down now. Halloween's over. Husband's like... I'm horny. It's Halloween night. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, she says we need to take these decorations down. My mother's coming uh, uh, tomorrow morning. This is gonna give her a panic attack. First off, if you knew that your mother was coming over and you hate Halloween, there's no way you would have had all of these decorations. Like, you know how long? You know that that was that a takes, lot yeah. of decorations. That's gonna take forever to take down. And if Halloween's that means you ain't going to bed until like four in the morning. Yeah. Like and and. Already you know this woman's going to die because she says she hates Halloween. Do yeah. not say that on Halloween. Oh, especially in a movie called Trick or Treat. You should know better if you're in a movie called Trick or Treat. She should have known yeah. better. She knew what movie she was in. And so Sammy doesn't like that. She blows out. Uh, there's actually two victims that night. It was it was her because Sammy uh, took offense to that, blowing out the uh, jack-o'-lantern and dismembers yeah. her. And the other victim was this man's blue balls because he was sitting up in there. He was, you know, disappointed that she that he has to take down the Christmas or the uh, Halloween decorations. So he's like, "Well, honey, upstairs." Let's, yeah. Uh, he still has an old VHS tape of <laughs> called Nature Special, which you know he didn't want his kid finding it. So that's why yeah. he's it's called Nature Special. He's like, "I'm gonna go put on the porno." Yeah. And I will be up there waiting. And he he slept through that entire porno. He slept through his wife getting murdered. The sounds of screaming of, of being killed to death are just the same as the screams of ecstasy of a woman in a porno, apparently. Yeah. But uh, that's our opening. We get introduced to, well, we never see Sammy. Not in the first five minutes. No. We see his POV shot. But we, we, we realize, first off, right off the bat, all right, there are rules that you have to abide by, and we just got introduced to rule number one. How about, uh, we'll just go tit for tat. Uh, since there's uh, four stories, how about we just tackle two stories each? Okay. All right. Yeah, first? I can go first. All right, go ahead. Uh, the story of the principal. This Steven. is Principal Stephen Wilkins. He's outside his house when he sees one of his students, Charlie Smashing Pumpkins, jack-o'-lanterns all around the neighborhood. Which... What did we just say? Don't break any rules. So he's like, hey, and also Charlie's stealing candy, and he's like, hey, that's probably not good for your diabetes. How about I give you some more candy, though? <laughs> I, I did like and Charlie's that. He's like, like, that's uh, not good for your diabetes. Here, have some more. Yeah. Charlie's like, okay. And they sit on the porch, and he is explaining, like, certain things about Halloween and its origins and where it all began while Charlie's just munching down on this chocolate bar. And he's like... Oh, you forgot about one of the most important rules. Always check the candy. Rule number two. Yeah. And Charlie starts puking profusely. Well, I, I kind of forgot about that scene. And last time I got home from work and I was watching this movie, I was also eating. Uh, did you immediately stop? Yeah, I instantly ruined my appetite. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, I'm glad that I had eaten before, before I, I started watching. I was like, oh, yeah, kid growing up. I can I can watch gore scenes, but eh, bodily throwing up. Uh, yeah, that one gets me. Ugh. So, Charlie is a goner. Yeah, and uh, 
principal kind of struggles to get him inside the house. And, you know, he gets Charlie's, you know, puked up blood all over his shirt. Some of the kids come to his house. They think it's a costume. Nice, nice outfit, Dr. or uh, Mr. Wilkins. Yeah. It's like, really? All, which it really wasn't. It's like, all it is just my regular clothes, but with a little bit of blood splatter on it. Just a blood streak down the right side of it, yeah. That's why I love Halloween movies like this, is because it's like, serial killers can just walk around and, you know, freely, and people will just think, oh, what a cool costume. Great costume. I'm dressed as a kid. I'm dressed as a dude who murders children. And next thing you see, Principal Wilkins in his backyard. He has, like, a grave down there. I believe there's multiple bodies in there. Well, it's kind of alluded to that he probably killed his wife. Yeah. Because uh, later on, he's, like, talking about how his kid's always saying how she, how he misses mommy. So yeah. he kind of alluded that he probably killed his wife. Yeah. And as he's in there, one of the bodies in the pit start moaning out in pain. That was him. It was it was Charlie. Was it Charlie? It was Charlie. He Like, the kid wasn't fully dead. He had just dug that grave. Like, um, he probably had a different... Like, that grave was specifically for just Charlie. And, yeah, it turned out the kid wasn't all the way dead. Yeah. yeah. Sprung back to life. and So he's, like, kicking him, trying to get him to shut up while the neighbor's talking to him. What are you doing down there? Septic tank messed up. It's like, oh, yeah, because it's been so terrible. <laughs> That's certainly not the bodies. Dead yeah. Bodies. yeah. And also while this is going on, his child is yelling from the window about a jack-o'-lantern and how he can't get the eyes right. And this is why I thought it wasn't Charlie. Oh, when you find out about the jack-o'-lantern, it's Charlie's head. Well, he it, it's it's, a, it's insinuated that, like, after the kid goes away, he, like, decapitates the head and then buries the body. Well, it made it seem like the kid was already working on the jack-o'-lantern and couldn't get the eyes right, so... Well, maybe that would mean that there's another head somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, the, the dude kills people. <laughs> yeah. That's, and it does seem like there are multiple bodies in that grave. Oh, yeah. And as we yeah. find out later, this dude is, has been killing for some time. Yeah. So, I mean, it very well could have been. Yeah. So he fills up the grave, goes inside to work on the check lantern with his kid, which is Charlie's head. Say what you want. He's a good dad. Yeah. Spend time with his Yeah. And he's like, well, I now I got to go. I got a date. And yeah, he goes up. The state, but you don't know it's him because he gets into costume as a vampire, and then we murders see him. a girl. Yeah, we see him throughout the course of the movie. He kind of pops up because there's a big Halloween parade going on down in the like town square. Yeah, so you see him pop up from time to time. He murders a girl and then starts stalking into another girl. Anna, which leads in- Anna, Oh, sorry, I was gonna just say played by Anna Paquin. Yeah, which leads into another story. You'll pick that one in story three. Yeah. Uh, but now, story two, uh, which, appropriate, I guess, because this one's just children. Uh, this is where we get, uh, oh, um, so that's two lessons down. That's always check your candy, and don't blow out any uh, any jack-o'-lanterns before midnight. Yeah. All right, so now, story number three. And uh, kids can be so cruel. They really can. And in this one, we get introduced to the kids, and their leader, Macy, I think. Her- yeah. They they have a plan to, to get together and bring this autistic uh, kid named Rhonda. Yeah, autistic with, savant. Autistic savant, I apologize. Yeah. She's a savant. Autistic savant with them uh, to this old quarry that is the site of this thing called the School Bus Massacre. Uh, the Halloween School Bus Massacre. And we get a little bit of a flashback, which I always like flashbacks like this where like <laughs> they 
the only way the way you know is that they just changed the filter. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I still I like the filter. Yeah. It, it's not necessarily I don't know what you would call yeah. it, but essentially it's a bus filled with the the movie doesn't necessarily say it, but it's pretty much a bus filled with like kids who have like autism, maybe mentally challenged kids and other yeah, special needs. Special needs. It's the special ed bus. Yeah. Um, has eight children inside, and the school bus driver was paid by the parents of these children to basically get rid of them. I guess to the parents, these kids were a burden. Yeah. To to the parents. A burden and an embarrassment. I guess they said in the story. In the story, yeah. So they paid the bus driver. The bus driver pretty much shackles these kids inside the bus, gives them some candy to keep quiet, and his plan was to drive the bus off the side of the quarry, like get out and have the bus drive off the side of the quarry. Yeah. Um, but one of the kids gets loose. He was freaking out because he realized that they were going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Gets loose, hops on in the front of the bus seat, and drives it into the quarry with the guy still in it. Yeah. All the children die, but the bus driver stays alive. Yeah, last scene of the, like, callback, you see his bus driver ca- crawling out of the quarry. Yeah, he swam out. Yeah. All the other kids were shackled in. Yeah. Um, though, I will say, no matter what happened, like, what, even if his plan went accordingly, I don't know how you would explain why your bus was even over, even anywhere near the quarry. Like, didn't he, like, ram a... Fence like, to get in, yeah. Fence to get in. Like, I don't know how, I mean... I would imagine that this quarry is probably miles away from where the school is. Yeah. I don't know what you would have said to, to convince everybody, oh, no, I didn't do... It was an accident. But if parents are paying them to get rid of kids, uh-huh. probably got to think those parents are connected to where he's not going to have to come up with the story. Oh, well... Oh, oh. Everything's going to be swept under the rug. Oh, you mean like maybe they, they were like officials or something? Yeah. They probably had some kind of... Well, I would have loved to hear what the story was. So that's the tale of the school bus massacre. And that's where uh, Macy brought Rhonda and her other friends over to basically explore the the quarry. Yeah. Macy, Chip, Schrader, and Sarah are the other. Yes. So uh, basically they send Rhonda down. Was it to put the jack-o'-lanterns down? Because they had like eight jack-o'-lanterns for the eight souls. Well, what happened is uh, Macy, Schrader, and... uh... Sarah go down first, and they yes. said there's only room for three, and then have Chip and uh, Rhonda come that's down to right. bring the rest, yeah. That's right, that's right. But that was the whole point, was that they were going down there to place the jack-o'-lanterns for the eight yeah. lost souls. Yeah. So, you said Schrader and Rhonda are the two uh, bringing up the rear? No, uh, Chip and Rhonda. Chip and Rhonda. They go down uh, via this, uh, what is it, like a, it's kind of like an elevator uh, type thing that brings them down to the bottom. Basically, an elevator that you would use at a construction-type site to get up and down to where the work yeah. is being done. And you start hearing, like, this is where the fog machine comes in handy. Yeah. It's all foggy down there, which is what I wanted to say, like, on a technical level, that as foggy and everything as it is and as dark as it is, they lit it well so that you see just enough of what's going on. Yeah, you see the light on each of the three jack-o'-lanterns go out. Yes. As they scream, like, one by one, you see the light till the jack-o'-lanterns go out. You, you don't see what's happening to them. You just see the light, yeah. You see enough for it to be mysterious. Yeah. And uh, you just see these figures coming out through the, the, the fog and start chasing Rhonda. Yeah. And basically, it was all a prank. It was all yeah. a prank by Macy, Schrader, Chip, and the other kid, whatever his face is. Yeah, Rhonda falls, bumps her head. Yeah, bumps her head, and obviously, the prank went too far. 
Yeah. Um, and Schrader seems like the only one who cares about her well-being. Too little too late. Yeah. Because they go uh, walk off, leave Schrader and Rhonda to, like, Rhonda's, like, sulking, crying. Yeah. And they walk off, and then you start hearing screaming, and wouldn't you know it, like, well, technically... Legend's true, yeah. I will say, the legend's true, and technically they did blow out jack-o'-lanterns before midnight. Yeah. And what did I, what did I say? Sammy doesn't like that. Yeah. (laughs) What what did I tell you? And you had eight of them. You blew out eight jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. And these dead kids come out from the grave and chase chase these kids down. They all run to back to the elevator shaft thing. Rhonda's Rhonda's in there. The first one in there, and she locked the door on them. Lock locks the door on them. They're like, Rhonda, please let us in. This isn't a joke. And she's like, tough shit. And then she presses the button and goes up. And then all you hear is the sound of kids being stuff. mauled yeah. to death. Yeah. And when she gets to the top, she 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 has she has one jack o' lantern that she that she's walking away with. Still, yeah, lit. she has a little moment of seeing Sammy. And there's a little moment where walked by. Yeah. I think Sammy looked at her, probably saw the jack o' lantern, was like, I respect that. Yeah. And then and they just kind of like nod at each other. Sammy yeah. goes off to do some more dirt, and she goes off probably to go home. Yep. So that is story number two, and the lesson for that one is respect the dead. That is lesson number three. Yeah. All right, now you get to review, uh, or now you get to sum up Ginger Snaps. <laughs> All right, so you have a group of four girls are trying on costumes, and one of them just kind of feels a little bit uh, self-conscious about herself. This really and is kind of like a little bit like allegorical, like Ginger Snaps was. Yeah, and she's also talking about like sniping her first time. Making it seem like tonight was the night she was planning on, you know. Yeah, they made fun of her. Yeah, they made fun of her for being like twenty-one, twenty-two years old and still a virgin. Yeah, and you know, so the girl's trying to like show her how to pick up guys. Like her sister gets the guy working the cash register. The other two friends get the uh, news cameraman. Yeah, and the uh, and the and then yeah, and they give the cameraman give them a ride to the party that they go to, except for. And a Packwoods character who's like, no, I'm just going to walk. I'm going to find a guy. I'll meet you guys there. Yeah, there's a big bonfire party out in the middle of the woods. Yeah. So you kind of, then you get this kind of like a uh, little Red Riding Hood story going on. Lori is her name, by the way. Lori, yeah. Because Lori is walking down the trail dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. They all and have like she's a being, princess huh? theme. I said they all have kind of like a princess theme. Kind of going yeah. On. One was Cinderella. Other one was uh, Snow White. Yeah, and another one was uh, uh, Little Bo Peep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so she's walking down this dark trail in the woods, and she's being stalked by Principal Wilkins, dressed as a vampire. At this point, you don't know that it's Wilkins that's been no. going around, like, a- a- as this masked dude. No, you just know it's a masked dude that literally just murdered a girl by biting her with his vampire teeth. And, you know, she gets a call from her sister. She's like, where are you at? She's like, I'm coming. So they're back partying, and then they hear a scream. And coming, flying into a, into the screen is somebody in her, like, red cape red hood thing. Yeah. When they looked, and it was the masked vampire guy. He had cornered her out in the forest at one point. And yeah, and it's like, pretty much oh, what big eyes you have. Bitter. Yeah. And then got to the bonfire where he flies in and they're like oh my god what took you so long oh, i took their advice i was just playing hard to get in and he bit me 
Yeah, Anna Paquin's character Lori's fine. Yeah, like she 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 walks into screen. What's his She's face? Like, yeah, he's like wrapped up in all of her red riding gear. Like, what the fuck is happening? He's terrified. Yeah, and then that's when you notice like all the guys in this party are dead. He looks like around. they have slashed throats and everything. And every woman in this party transforms into well. First, they take off the fake teeth of Wilkinson's mask, and they're like, oh. You ain't shit. And she's still talking about this night like, this is my first time. Uh, So, you know, be patient with me. Turns out. They're all werewolves. Which probably gave Wilkins uh, the weirdest boner of of his entire life because she's... So you gotta realize, oh, first time meant, like, first victim. Yeah. And she's straddling him and then turns into a werewolf. The entire time, I was just sitting there, I was thinking, you know, if I was Steve Wilkins, I'm like, you know... If I gotta be ravaged by werewolves, there are worse ways to go out. Like, yeah. like if I have to be ravaged by a werewolf, there's a there are way worse ways than this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'll uh, this might as well happen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, and, and then they all howl, and it's same howl that the kids heard earlier. Which was uh, what rule number four? Well, well, I didn't. Say, well, one of the rules was always wear a costume, which yeah. which is metaphorical. One that, uh, yeah, I took from his. Don't on Halloween, assault women. <laughs> yeah, no, on Halloween, everything may not seem like it is. Well, I had looked up uh, what were the four like rules of trick-or-treat. It was don't blow out any jack-o'-lanterns uh, before uh, midnight, respect the dead, and then the third one was always wear a costume. So I'm guessing that was like a metaphorical costume kind of thing, because yeah. technically their skin was their costume because they're werewolves underneath. And, yeah. But so I was always, just going to Yeah, always wear a costume. But I was just going to say, uh, other than that, I guess one of the rules would just be don't sexually assault women. Yeah. It's just a good rule to live by in general. Yeah, so it's just an everyday rule you should probably follow. And uh, basically, he gets eaten all the while Sammy just watches. He's yeah. just sitting there chilling out on a log watching all this happen. Yeah. Like, Sammy is an entity that ha- goes around. He used to be, like, everywhere all of these things are taking place. And um, all these things are taking place kind of around the same time. Some of them are happening around the same time. Some, yeah, yeah. Either he's very, very fast, or he's just kind of like omniscient, and he just like yeah, multiple places at once. Yeah, he is essentially the spirit of Halloween. Yeah. Which brings us to our final story, Old Man Creed, who we again entered. We heard about his character early on at the very beginning when we saw the principal burying Charlie in the backyard, and the the neighbor came out and was like, "Hey, what is that? What's going on back there?" That was Old Man Creed. Yeah. So this is just a grumpy old curmudgeon. Who, who hates Halloween. Hates Halloween and hates and you kids. And you wonder, why does he hate Halloween and kids? And we get introduced to his character again. Uh, some kids are knocking at the door trick-or-treat. He opens up the door, and we just see the creature come out and be like, ah, I'm scared of these kids. It was just his dog, like, kind of dressed up like something. And he steals the candy that they dropped. Steals the candy, goes inside. He spends his Halloween, much like how I imagine a lot of us, well, how I used to spend Halloween, just eating candy, watching TV, and drinking. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of see he's a lonely old man. It's just him and his dog. Um, at one point, he some somebody like threw some eggs on the side of his house. He goes outside to see what it was, and it turns out that it was. Act- this is all happening earlier in the uh, in the story. Yeah. Um, that's when he ran into Steve burying the body. Yeah. Uh, like this is technically in the sequence of things. His story is like number two yeah because it goes the principal killing charlie and then this guy's story yeah and he goes back inside the house 
He thinks that it was his neighbor kid who like threw some egg over at the on his house. Yeah. Goes back inside, hears like creaking, hears all sorts of stuff going on inside his house, gets his gun, goes upstairs, as he hears a noise, goes upstairs and goes into this room and it was like it was like a little mechanical hand thing, like yeah. a decoration hand thing, like moving around inside of his bed and he he's like oh he breathes that's another rule yeah never never breathe a sigh of relief and think you know it's over yeah i think it's over because snick his his achilles heel gets gets sliced up yeah <laughs> falls down and sammy is right there sammy slices achilles and he feels some kind of way about this dude because he gives this guy the business for the next like 10 minutes um, yeah he uh, pushed this dude down the stairs, which he had uh, covered with razor blades and glass. <laughs> he uh, just starts attacking him. He, the Creed tries to go and, and uh, uh, go to the window and ask uh, Wilkes from across the street, Wilkins, Wilkins, help me, help me, help me. Wilkins is like, ah, fuck you. And fuck this Wilkins, guy, yeah. <laughs> fuck this guy, goes inside the house. Yeah. He basically just, uh, Sammy just terrorizes this guy until finally what he wants is a piece of candy, really. Yeah. Because he broke a rule. He's not uh, the final rule of of uh, Halloween is always have candy to give to trick or treaters. Exactly. This guy was stealing uh, trick or treaters candy and scaring them away when he should have been given out. And apparently, Sammy takes that very personal. Yeah. He takes that more personally than uh, than the jack o' lantern because he takes his <laughs> time on this guy. Yeah. So Sammy gets a piece of candy, walks away, leaves him alone. Well, at one point, uh, what uh, Krieg shoots him in the uh, shoots his arm off. Yeah, and it grew. Yeah. And he basically grabbed it and put it back. So Sammy is just kind of like a... He, he's a creature with a bag on his head who's like about the height of a little kid. Yeah. And he essentially is just immortal. He has the face of what looks like an alien. Yeah, his head's a pumpkin. His head's a rotted pumpkin. It looks really very cool alien when, to me. Yeah, I thought it was, he has a really good look when Craig takes the bag off his head. Yeah, I like the look too. But for yeah. some reason, I never thought a rotted pumpkin to me. I just thought it kind of felt alien to me. Yeah, it, his whole body's like a pumpkin, though. Like, if you see when his arms get blown off... Oh, I know that. It's uh, all, like, pumpkin pulp and stuff, so... Oh, I, I get that. I just, I, yeah. I, I, I just... His face just kind of makes me think of an alien. Yeah. But, but yes, he is essentially like a rotted pumpkin kind of yeah. creature. And we eventually find out who this Creed guy is because we see pictures. After after Sammy walks away and he's basically left there to tend to his wounds, we come Yeah, like we, before uh, he got attacked by Sammy, he was burning some pictures in the fire, and I was like, that's a little weird. Yeah, and we see what the pictures that he was burning was. He was the bus driver that killed but, all of those children. Yeah. And the flashback from earlier, the one who was paid by the parents, and that's why he hates Halloween, that's why he hates it. Like kids and stuff like that, he's still probably haunted by all of the the yeah that that stuff. So <laughs> a little bit of time passes, and somebody knocks on his door again. Some trick or treaters, and this dude answers the door, looking all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, has his arm in a sling and stuff. He just pulls candy out of a sling to give to the kids. <laughs> like nice mummy costume. <laughs> nice mummy costume. You just know <laughs> he wanted to be like yeah fuck yeah. I think it was a bunch of mints. It looked like. Yeah, but but he but he gave. And Sammy's across the street looking at him like, yeah, you better remember next time, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> it's my holiday. You better it's follow the holiday. rules. Yeah, you better follow the. You lucky. You lucky. I don't make you eat those razor blades for for killing those uh, kids years ago. Yeah, but technically that killing, murdering children is not part of the rules. No, you can kill kids, but just don't yeah. do the jack o' lantern thing and yeah. and don't disrespect all that. But. He does have a couple more trick-or-treaters, and wouldn't you know who the next trick-or-treaters are? The ghosts of the kids he killed. 
the ghost of the kids he killed. So Sammy's like, I don't need to kill you. They're going to do it. Because <laughs> evidently the kid's doing like the half-ass Jack Lantern thing. Yeah. Evidently free those spirits to come kill Krieg. They, hey, you know, it's their day too. Yeah. And those are the four stories of Trick or Treat. Yes. And it goes without saying, I love this movie. I mean, I get if certain movies aren't your cup of tea. Like, we've had movies that are not, like, or movies that we don't necessarily like, but we still go and say, like, well, I understand why some people like it, yeah. or I understand, but I just didn't catch me on a, on a, or something like that. But it seems like some of those reviews were just trying to find reasons. Yeah. Like, give it a bad review. Uh, before we do, like, kills and all that stuff, of the four stories, do you have a favorite one? Mine might be Krieg. Yeah, I like the School Bus Massacre one. Now, I like the flashback more than I do of their story. Yeah. And that's probably kind of why I like the Krieg one, because that kind of ties that all together. Uh, and, of course, you get to see Sammy in all of his glory. Yeah. But, yeah, this movie always makes its rotation. It, it always puts me in the Halloween spirit. It makes me want to go and uh, go to the spirit Halloween right now and get a dress. Uh, I was going to say play dress up. I was going to say play dress up, and then it came out and get a dress. <laughs> Makes me want to go to Spirit Halloween and get a costume. Yeah. No, but the one issue I have with this movie is it's rated R, yet it cuts away from almost all the kills in this movie. Well, we have a couple. We have a dismembered body in the first five minutes. Yeah, you don't see her get dismembered, though. And uh, we see a kid severed. I mean, we don't see it, but I think it's just the implication of seeing the bodies. But but even still, I don't think it was taken away. It, t it took away anything. Yeah, but I mean... If you're going to be a radar movie, show some of the kills, man. Uh, I mean, I guess that's personal preference. It didn't bug me, really. Yeah. But I can understand. Again, me personally, I didn't yeah. notice the lack of... See, no, like, I was thinking, like, it was a PG-13 movie. I'm like... Well, I knew the second sense. I saw... Sever I knew when I saw severed heads and dismembered bodies yeah. that, that this wasn't uh, going to be PG-13. I was like, oh. Plus, there's some uh, some cursing and stuff like that. Uh, do you want to do Kill the... I mean, the only person you really get... You only get to see two people get killed is uh, Charlie and the girl that the principal kills by biting. Well, I'll I'll just throw in implicated death as well. Okay. Um, I'll I can probably go first. Principal Wilkins getting mauled okay. by a werewolf. That's a like like I said, if you gotta go out, I'll 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 go out with Anna Paquin straddling me. Yeah. Even as she was slowly turning into a werewolf. And her, the stuff that was going on with her face, with the fangs and the eyes. I was like, you know what? This is kind of doing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I know this is supposed to be scary, but, you know, I'm kind of doing it for me. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, kids in the uh, bus massacre. Okay. Just because that was a very sad, like, just the implication of, you, know, you don't see it, but just the idea of, like, this bus filled with, like, kids who are, like, autistic, probably some that have Down syndrome, uh, yeah. other kind of like mental disease and their parents pay to have them killed is just so that's so dark it really is i like that they come back and get their revenge uh i'm gonna give it to the school bus massacre uh, uh how about we break down the give it the scores scores okay technicals i really enjoyed most of the effects in this movie and the score is also pretty good in this movie so 7.5 okay i gave it an eight okay i said there's 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 blood and gore but it's not excessive i said the scenes that were in the dark are darkly lit, but it's shot so you can see just enough what's going on. And it's all shot and acted very well. Um, like you said, the music is good. Mixture of some uh, modern music, because I think they had... Uh, uh, what was it during the bonfire? Was it uh, Marilyn uh, Manson's version of uh, Sweet Dreams? 
Yeah, I think so, yeah. But it's all very atmospheric. And, yeah. Uh, it's hard to explain what makes it have an old-school feel, but it really does. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know how to explain it. It just has that feel of it. Story. So, yeah, four stories. All were pretty pretty good. I'm also going to give it a 7.5. I'm also going to give it an 8 again. Okay. I think that it takes a lot of effort to weave four stories all together yeah. and do it effectively and not annoyingly. Like, it jumps around, but you still know what's going on and it doesn't feel jarring. And I love me an anthology, which is... What's cool about right. this is that this is all happening in a small town. I'm kind of glad that they didn't, but you could have easily made a sequel. Yeah. You could have easily made a sequel, kept it in the same town, and it's just different stories that go on in that town. Yeah. The following year or whatever. Yeah. I'm kind of glad they didn't. You know, it works perfect as a standalone movie. Yeah. But you just kind of get the gist of, like, damn, this is a one messed up town. <laughs> like, like yeah. every everybody you've had. Plus, you've had four different types of story. Well, how about we do enjoyment? Enjoyment? I'm going to give it an eight. And I gave it a eight and a half. Okay. This is an hour and 22 minutes, and yeah. so it goes, like, the second it starts, it, it, it has four uh, stories to get through in an hour and 22 minutes, and it doesn't have time to lag, and even the no. slower even the slower scenes don't lag, it's meant to be slow in certain spots for a reason. Yeah. And, I was, like I was saying, it's four stories, and it mixes a whole bunch of different genres. You had a werewolf story, you had a serial killer story, a ghost story, and a creature feature with Sammy at the end. Yeah. And... So it had something to appease whatever kind of genre you liked. Exactly. That's it's a, all the right notes, so. That's an eight, eight, eight and a half for me. Yeah. And seven and a half, seven and a half, and an eight for me. So 23 for me, and then 24 and a half for you. Yeah, this is, there's a reason why I watch this every year. Yeah. Plus, I like short stories. I don't know. Maybe I have a short attention span, but I just yeah. like short stories where you pump them out really quickly. Yeah, and the, they do it right here, keeping you engaged, so. And then that way, if you mess up on one, you'd be like, all right, well, next one uh, next one will probably be okay. Yeah. But I'd, I'd have liked these re-reviews, and yeah. uh, I, would, <laughs> I wonder if, like, in two or three years, we'll be going back to this season and go, all right, well, let's do our favorite from season five. But um, in the meantime, this has been fun, and happy Halloween, everybody. If you guys are listening to this, it's probably around Halloween time, so... Do not forget the lessons. Always have candy. Always wear a costume. Don't blow out those jack-o'-lanterns and respect the dead. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.